So if you're a listener of a podcast, if you want that podcast to continue, you want that podcaster staying motivated, email, boost, make comments wherever you can, give that content creator that positive feedback or negative, and the feedback is more valuable than a $100 bill. Welcome to Podcast Answers, the show where I help people start and grow their podcast, answering any podcasting questions along the way. That's right. If you want to start your podcast, I am here to help you. I love helping people work on their podcast and just enjoy the process of doing podcasting. So if that's you, you are in the right place. You may have caught the last episode last week or two weeks ago, actually, where I was talking with Dave Jones of the Podcast Index and just talking about some really awesome things, some ways new podcasters can get value for value with their podcast, getting small bits of Bitcoin. It's amazing. Uh, And the cool thing about that was I saw lots of income come in and part of that went to Dave because he was on the interview. So he got paid to do my interview because anytime people were sending boosts, that was also going to Dave Jones. I want to read some of the boosts that came in from the last episode with Dave Jones. Adam Curry sent 10,000 sats and said, boosting is loving. Chad F sent 2,100 sats. Great episode, guys. It's a lot to squeeze into an hour, but it's always nice to remember how far we come in just three years. And 4444 sats from the Tone Wrecker. Unleash the experimental sats, setting sats per syllable. Enjoyed this conversation. Thank you both. And then uh, 2,500 from Ainsley Costello. Great episode. And it's gate breaking. And then 1,111 sats from Kyron Downs. He said... I've heard the backstory many times over, but I still find it inspirational. So cool that a project like this not only exists, but has found the way into self-sustaining via community support. So cool. And we had lots of other streaming sats come in too. And again, those went to both Dave and myself. So thank you so much for those. Now, today, we have somebody on. We have Todd Cochran on from a blueberry podcasting and they're doing some really cool things with value for value also. So we will get into that shortly, but if you've not checked out the episode with Dave Jones, I would suggest go ahead and go back and do that. Cause this episode does build on that. So without further ado, let's go with me today. I have Todd Cochran of blueberry, uh, the founder and CEO. Welcome to the show, Todd. Hey, thanks for having me, Andy. Glad to be here. So we've we've gone back and forth a little bit uh, throughout the years with the podcasting 2.0 community. Uh, I did some addition to the Blueberry plugin. I had like an additional plugin that before you guys went gangbusters and added a bunch of features, I was adding some in there because I, I wanted to get into it and play with it. And I had been a Blueberry uh, PowerPress user for forever, uh, but I wanted to get in there and use these. So that's how we've kind of we've come to know each other a little bit. Uh, so. But I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the service that you have. So you, you not only do podcast hosting, but you also have a power or a WordPress plugin that, that allows anybody anywhere, not even hosting on Blueberry, to create a feed, create their podcast, and um, and and do their podcast and show like that. But you also have a, a service called Podcast Mirror. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah, first of all, thanks for, by the way, thanks for doing that plug-in for a while. Oh, yeah, I was no using problem. it, I was doing it before we got all in too. Um, 
you know, the the podcast mirror has been around, I think, seven or eight years. And there's kind of a little bit of a story behind it. And what was going on was a certain hosting company was basically saying, hey, if you host your own RSS feeds on a $1.99 hosting account, you might be overloaded. And it's that way you shouldn't use your own .com. Mm-hmm. And you should you should come over here and host on our platform so that you can. And, and, and it's kind of like, okay. And I asked the support team, how many issues comes up with people that have challenges serving their own RSS feed on .com. It was very few, but mm-hmm. it usually was someone that was on a fly by night hosting and they just, you know, they, the show got popular and, and, you know, it, there was more reasons than just the RSS feed for them having uh, challenges with their web host. Sure. So, so when we created podcast mirror, it was also a replacement for feed burner. Uh, feed burner had not been updated in, years literally the google team had not touched it and i said there's still a lot of podcasters on feed a feed burner i said when we create podcast mirror let's go ahead and you know make it an easy migration for folks on feed burner podcasters will have a place where it's kept updated and the the frank of it was is this the feeds are like lightning fast because mm-hmm. we we basically put it on great great infrastructure on amazon and uh, so we had a lot of podcasters come over and use it and some big, big podcasts that don't even host with us, which is kind of interesting because, you know, they're a show that maybe have a million listeners mm-hmm. and you can imagine that feed when it gets hit, <laughs> when they produce a new episode, you know, their, their sites are falling over. Sure. So uh, folks came over and were using it and it, it's, it's exactly as it sounds. It takes an exact mirror of your current feed, copies it paste it and puts a podcast mirror URL on it. You know, that's essentially mm-hmm. uh, what it does. So we, we made that available for free. And for many, many years, we thought, what, what can we do with this thing? Uh, and be honest with you, it, it become a little bit of a financial suck because again, the biggest shows in podcasts and we're coming over and using it. Sure. And uh, you know, so the, you know, we're driving a lot of traffic and when the podcasting 2.0 stuff, came out i you know and basically i think i heard something on one of the podcasting 2.0 shows with adam and dave and i thought we could put podcasting 2.0 tags inject them um into feeds that maybe come from soundcloud or come from a a non-participating podcast 2.0 host uh, primarily the one that was always you know, digging on me for, sure. you know, you need to have the RSS feeds over here because they hadn't adopted it. And I thought, like, here's a little get back, right? <laughs> so um, we put a number of podcasting 2.0 tags into the channel level of the um, of the feed. So it's, it's an optional thing. Hosts can turn those on. And if you have them, or let's say you already have the tags, we'll get technical here. If, they, if you have value for value or funding or, op3 we don't we will use yours versus mm-hmm. using ours so we look to see if the tag's there if it's there then we, we don't we don't do anything on our site even if you fill out the information uh your feed is still master gotcha and um and then if you don't have podcasting 2.0 tags and you set the medium feature for a podcast or music or whatever um then we'll we'll inject it at the channel level so so far, we're seeing some SoundCloud shows come over and use this. Um, 
you know, it's early days yet because the word's not fully out. Unless you're sure. completely tied into podcasting 2.0, you may not even know about it. Yeah, and that's I had originally, you know, used Feedburner for the for that same reason. I was kind of using a, a cheaper web host, and I didn't really want to to have my feed go away if it was hit too much. And so that's why mm-hmm. I was originally using Feedburner. And then I don't even rem- remember when I found Podcast Mirror, but I switched over to using to using that just for the for the same reason. And I I knew that you guys, you know you guys were updating things as well as, you know, Feedburner was not. Feedburner had been stale for right. for years. And and I don't like trusting Google with anything because, because you never know when they're going to kill it. I mean, That's look, right. at, look at Google Podcasts that they're, you know, what Jeez. they're doing with that. But, Such uh, a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had moved over and uh, have really appreciated using the podcast mirror for, for that. So can you... Now that you've added these extra tags, can you explain a little bit about what tags you did uh, you did put in there? Yeah, so we added the live. So live is in there. Um, the ability to pending live and all those features. I've got the get Albi integration uh, for value for value. So, and you can put your own um, funding points in there. It's not mm-hmm. just, uh, so it's the value for value piece is in there. Um, the medium tag is in, so you can set podcast, music, video, film, whatever. Um, the funding tag, um, and you can also do credits. Credits is there at the channel level. Okay. So you can, you can document role, co-host, guests, producers, etc. But again, well, actually we, we make a note in it. Don't do guests because it's going to be at the channel level. It's right. not going to be at the episode level. And we also obviously support redirects. So if someone wants to use OP3 or PodTrack or whoever for a redirect, they can enter their um, their redirect. Yeah. So, so essentially, what you've done is you've taken any any of the new tags that feed, that hosts don't support yet, and added not any of them, but a lot of them, and added them in, so people can easily go in and just add those into their feed. Yeah, and we're going to add some more. Um, again, whenever something makes sense from a channel standpoint, uh, to put it in. Now we've been asked to do this at the episode level as well, but it gets more difficult. It's real easy to kind of put that code in at the channel level because, you know, there's a good place to drop. You can put mm-hmm. it all in one place and, uh, insert it. But when it comes down to episodes, then it's a whole nother level of, of logic. And part right. of the problem too is, is be it almost has to be done in post because if when you update your, when you post an episode and we update the mirror feed, we won't know what to stick into the episode area until after we get the actual mirrored feedback. So uh, the episode piece is hard, uh, really, really hard. So at this point, we're going to watch and see the adoption on the channel level. We did make a switch from free to paid. We, mm-hmm. we, we put the service at $60 a year. Um, and you know, that transition is happening now. Everyone's doesn't have to pay until sometime in January, but we're letting people know that we're moving to a, to a paid service. And, you know, and and those folks that are using, you know, you know, a million page loads or a million feed loads, uh, you know, every couple of days, um, you know, it's still a great value for, for what we've offered. And, uh, and at the same point, uh, it'll give us the, the. I guess the better words, the motivation uh, to continue to support it and grow it. So, you know, we didn't, we weren't about to abandon it. 
Mm-hmm. But we wanted to, you know, it was, you know, it, it was a bottom line number. I could see that growing, yeah. um, you know, year after year. Well, and I think that, I mean, that makes sense. Cause if you're, I mean, if you're willing to pay for, for hosting or whatever, like this is just a, another, another addition to that. And it is a few dollars more a month, but at the same time you get those assured assurance that your feed is not going to go down because like you said, you've built it on right. great infrastructure. So it's not going to go down uh, like it would if you were using a, a fly by night web host. Uh, but then you also get those features, the new tag features that, that podcasting 2.0 is putting in there. And so really it yep. is, it is a great, a great thing. And especially if you're, you know, there are a lot of podcast hosts, you know, that are adding tags, um, some faster than others, you know, blueberry is definitely one of the, one of the faster ones now, um, for adding things uh, you, know, I think you guys have a good majority of the tags in, in PowerPress. Um, but you guys have a, a lot to update cause you know, you have the PowerPress plugin. You also have your publisher on your hosting side, but, so and now if if things with feed burner or not feed burner podcast mirror uh, you got to add those in there too so but i i I appreciate that you guys are are moving so fast with that you know luckily and i talked to the devs about this i'm like how much work you know am am i creating you you know so they basically said the back-end work is some of the same code is just reused Mm -hmm. and some of the design work can be reused so it isn't like we're having to three separate builds of dev work. It is actually because it's three different pulls into three different platforms. But um, the once you get one adopted, then moving to the other two is pretty easy. So, you know, we're, we're about ready uh, to do remote item. Um, and we're going to, uh, so remote, remote item will support pod roll at the channel level. Sure. Um, but the problem is I won't be able to do a remote item at the episode level. So, um, value time splits we'll see how that all Mm -hmm. fits in but i don't think i can do value time splits on podcast mirror i just thinking at the top of my head i don't think so yeah i think that that would be a tough one to do because again you're at the you're you'd be at the item level so that that would be a tough one but um so for those of our listeners who don't know you know i talked last week with dave jones or last episode with dave jones about value for value is a lot of the stuff we talked about during that uh episode so not only can you do that with podcast mirror and with any of your hosts or any any host that you're hosting on now if they just you know add their podcast mirror to it but uh but you can do you'd mentioned live can you talk just a little bit about what live live is yeah, so you know, a lot of podcasters are doing live today. They're doing uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, wherever or X or whatever we're calling it yeah. now. <laughs> so they're you know they're 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 live streaming across a lot of different platforms. And with the podcasting 2.0 apps at podcastapps.com, a number of them have supported the function. And I guess the best way to describe it is for the listeners: if you're listening to a one of your favorite podcasts, and and they haven't uh, implemented this live function and that app supports that when they go live, what really happens is there's a signal that's sent out. It's a pod ping that says, Hey, I'm live or I'm going to go live. Mm -hmm. And then I am live and the apps then can change the consumption and, um, experience from on demand to actually watching or listening to the show live. So today, um, the implementation on that is a little bit technical, but um, if you're going to stream audio, uh, a lot of the podcasters are doing like shoutcast mm-hmm. or that type of a stream. 
and doing an audio stream. For my show, when I do video, I it's very difficult to get an HLV output, which is basically a video live format, um, to get an HLV out of most services. So Restream.io is a company that I use to restream to multiple locations, but they don't support an HLV output. But the service I used to use called uh, Wowza, Cloud Wowza does. So what I basically do is I send a video stream over to Wowza, they create an HLV. And what that ultimately does is allows people in the apps to watch the video version of the mm -hmm. show. They don't have to go on Facebook no more or Twitter or YouTube. They can actually watch within the podcast app. And the, the live piece really is in the, in the end goal for the listeners. So we want them to know that in whatever app, podcast 2.0 app, they listen to a show on, on demand, that for those that are live, they can either listen live as it's being streamed or they can watch live as it's being video streamed. So it can go both ways. Mm -hmm. um, and some do one to do, I do both uh, because I have two RSS feeds, one for my audio show, one for my video show. And um, so they, they, they pick their poison on which way they want to, to engage. Now it's still small numbers. Oh, yeah. um, I, I was watching uh, on the, I think about a week ago, I got my biggest live audience on a podcast two point app with about 20 people on an app that nice. was watching it. Whereas the audio stream, which was kind of surprisingly was lower than the video stream. It averages eight or nine, but again, depends on the type of day. So, you know, I do the new media show at three o'clock Eastern. Most people are still at work. Right. Um, so they can't really watch. And whereas the, my tech show is in the evening and they can often tune in when it's, uh, in the evening after work. So again, it's just, it's just a fun way now to integrate into a podcasting app, something that was once purely just on demand, Sure, which is still beautiful. I, you know, that's how I listen to 99% of the shows, but still the ability to get an update, say, Hey, this show's live and click a button in the screen flips and you're either watching or listening to the live sure. recording and, of the show. And one of the things that I found that I really like, so I, I do stream to YouTube normally when I'm re recording this, but I also do a live item also with a Shoutcast server uh, for the audio. But one of the things that I've liked about, especially listening to the shows like Podcasting 2.0, when they go live, it's they usually go live a few minutes before they actually start the the podcast episode so in, in essence you get a behind the scenes you get you know adam and dave chatting about what's happening and testing things and singing and whatever whatever else that they're doing but it it it's cool because you you kind of feel like you're part of the club if you will you know you get to, you get that behind yeah. the scenes which you don't get at the pre you know the produced uh, episode so a lot of times and then there's also you know chat rooms that you can attach to that and things like that and so that's you right. can be a and that with that and also boostergrams. You can be part of the live show. You know, if you're, I know, like when you and you and Rob do your new media show, you guys are are reading off boostergrams that come in while people are, while you're recording, and so it, it it provides the interaction that hasn't been there in the past. And you know, and to be honest with you, if we go all the way back to when I started doing video, which was more than now than ten years ago, I mean, there was I think we're using Blip or can't remember who we were using. This is long before anyone else was doing live streaming. I did it for one purpose. I was in Hawaii recording at 8 p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time, which was 
literally two o'clock in the morning, Eastern, 11 Pacific. And so I had Australians and people from New Zealand and Asia coming and hanging out with the live show, giving me feedback. So for me as a solo podcaster doing mm -hmm. that tech show where I didn't have a co-host, it gave me a little bit of a feedback. And it, it was, it become exciting because someone would say something in chat and I would be able to make a comment on it while we were recording the on-demand show that 99.99% of the people subscribed or followed. And that's the beauty of it too, is, is, is someone told me, well, you don't have many people watching your live show on YouTube. And I'm like, I don't care <laughs> if it's just one or two. Cool. Right. I, I'm happy because usually they'll say something and it just gives a little engagement and it's a little bit of a feedback loop. Whereas now with the ability to get boost in and people are watching on the app, actual podcast mm -hmm. and they can boost live and that, that live boost comes in and you hear, boo, you know, it comes in and you hear it over your headset. Um, that's what that really does for a creator. And again, I'm, I, I'm kind of, okay. So I'll just tell you from a business standpoint, it keeps the podcaster motivated to do another episode mm -hmm. because, oh, someone's listening. I'm, I'm what, what I'm saying matters. Uh, I'm getting feedback, positive, negative in between. I'm getting feedback. Right. So I think that's what's missing so often in what makes a lot of podcasters pod fade is they do these episodes, they put them out. And it's crickets. They don't hear nothing from the audience. Yep. And they're like, who am I? Am I talking to a wall? So if you're a listener of a podcast, if you want that podcast to continue, you want that podcaster staying motivated, email, boost, make comments wherever you can, give that content creator that positive feedback or negative, mm -hmm. you know, give feedback them feedback. Feedback is feedback. Yeah. And the feedback is more valuable than a hundred dollar bill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, I know for, for my podcast, when it, when you're not live and there's not people interacting live. Yeah. It, it, you're, you're kind of waiting for feedback. You may or may not hear something because it may take, you know, who gets out a uh, email client and writes an email right away. But if you're in an app and you can send a boost or even live and have them yep. talk about your feedback right there live, they're more likely to yep. interact. And it, yeah. And as a podcaster, that's a great reward. So I'm getting ready to go overseas for three weeks. I'm leaving the middle of next week. So I will not be, Rob and I are still going to do the new media show live, but my tech show, I'm going to record probably while everyone's sleeping. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to do live from Asia. And I know from my experience when I traveled to the Caribbean uh, this spring and spent a month in the Caribbean hanging out on the beach that I get through my show actually quicker when I don't have an audience there and doing all this. Uh -huh. So this extra, there is extra overhead getting all prepped, make sure all the buttons are pushed. Whereas sometimes just like it's three weeks for me, the six shows I'll do while I'm on the road, they'll actually be easier to produce than the show that when I'm in the studio, because all I got to do is put the headset on, grab the microphone, do my little show prep, hit record and go. And probably I'll save myself an hour in, but that's what being on travel and vacation is right. about is really to not have as much as complicated. So I can go back to just doing podcasting sure. for a couple of weeks. And then I come back, then we'll get back in the studio and do live again. 
Yeah, definitely. So, so any, so the other tags you said, or you mentioned, um, the medium tag, which is something new, not, it's not a new tag. It's a newer tag, but it's nice because you can say we, that you have a music show or not a music show, but music, this is music. And that's yep. nice because, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of these artists that over the years aren't able to you know, make hardly any money. Right. And, Yep. And so what they've done now is you can say music equals medium and they can post their album up on a podcast host of sort and have an RSS feed with it, just like a podcast. But instead of podcast, you know, talking episodes, it's just the, the audio tracks. Um, and then right. what that allows us to do with things like uh, the value time split is have a music show. Like we've seen they, uh, Adam do and uh with doing that then they can pay the artists as they play it as people boost and that's really cool um and so you said are you currently right now you don't have value time split in any of your interfaces is that something that you're looking to do well it's it'll be in powerpress and in blueberry soon um that's the last piece in this next uh, dev development cycle that i'm waiting on i got everything else demoed we showed remote item pod roll uh, the block tag, and then one other, uh, and then that, oh yeah, Valley Time Splits coming to Blueberry and to PowerPress. So working through, you know, because that's a little bit of a complicated deal um, with the lookups and everything that's involved there. But the beauty about Podcast Mirror, going back to that, is an artist that's on SoundCloud today that can't, or any other platform, they can still put in their value for value get Albi account or their, whatever they're using for lightning. And what will happen then is a platform like Blueberry or PowerPress that does support value time split will be able to use a podcast mirror feed to know where those Satoshis go mm. for that artist. And to me, um, I'm excited beyond music, to be honest with you. I think that the audiobook piece is, is going to be big. Films, because you just think and if, if people think about podcasts and the thing to remember is in the original old days, most people knew this, but now today most don't. You can actually attach a PDF oh, yeah. to a podcast, uh -huh. to an episode as an enclosure. It's really not a podcast anymore, but the right. enclosure will support a PDF. So you could put a newsletter as an as an actual episode. Uh, it could be an audio. Then again, an audio book, an actual chapter in an audio book film. It could be one feed one video file could be for film. So, and again, you can put in those value data and get paid value for value. So I think this is where most folks that think just traditionally, just about podcasts being podcasts, mm -hmm. even there's audio and video podcasts. Now we've got the ability to have these new genres, music, film, audiobook. Um, I think there's a huge opportunity for, for, for let's say you're a writer and you know, the thing is the actual people that produce books and sell them on Amazon or wherever they sell their books, they get to set the price of the book. They know what the cut is of the vendor they're working with. They pretty much know what their revenue is going to be from sales from mm -hmm. a book. Music artists get screwed. I mean, they just, they just, you know, they never know what their checks going to yeah. be. They're going to get be paid a penny a listen or whatever it may be. But, but where this, I always say I'd rather have as much of my money as possible come to me and not anyone else get a split. Yep. <laughs> so an audiobook person can put up an audiobook 
make it value for value, and they'll get an essentially 99.95, of any boost that comes in via uh, crypto, and they don't have to give a 20 or 15 or 10% cut. Now, there might be like us, we put a 3% fee on our people that use our stuff, but the fee is above and beyond. So the, sure. the, the podcaster, they're still going to get their full amount So or the audiobook. So I think, though, if, when you look at credit card processing fees and or PayPal and how much they take on those microtransactions, um, if, it's, if they're sending you $100 on PayPal, you don't care about the transaction. Right. But if they send you a dollar, <laughs> yeah. then it doesn't work. Right. You lose most of that money or all of that That's money. Right. Yeah. So where the crypto piece, and I know some people, I call it a crypto stigmatism. I think if people get used to think, quit thinking about crypto and think about these as tokens, mm -hmm. as a listener, say, okay, you're gonna you know, you're gonna go to the arcade, you're gonna put uh, fifty bucks in a machine, you're gonna get so many tokens, and then you're gonna go play the games with your tokens that you're gonna that they've been issued. Most times they now put them on a card. Yeah. So what now? in podcasting it's the same i use that same analogy because you let's say you purchase a hundred thousand tokens which are would be a hundred thousand satoshis mm -hmm. you buy a hundred thousand satoshis and you love a show so much you say i'm gonna give my all of my tokens or i'm gonna give them fifty thousand tokens or let's say just go ahead and get your credit card out or your your debit card and buy a hundred dollars worth of satoshis and then you can and spread that around. Yeah, you know, you say, oh, 25,000 for you, 50,000 for you, 100,000 for you. Yeah, and then you can you can divide and spread the wealth and support these creators. You know, we we've been I have been astonished. Uh we we talked about about a month ago that blueberry creators have earned and we cuz we can back the number out cuz we take the 3% sure. so I can basically do the reverse math. Uh 10 grand that's awesome. Ten, you convert it. Yeah, it is awesome. You know, and it's spread about, you know, a couple hundred shows. And I'm like, that's 10 grand they would not have gotten had we not implemented this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And uh, so for me, it's exciting. And I think if listeners think about Satoshi's as tokens, quit thinking about the crypto. If you're just buying them to give them away, it doesn't matter, right? You're not going right. to convert it back to dollars. You're just going to you're just going to give the tokens away. Um, this is the analogy I'm trying to use with listeners to make them understand that if you love a show, love a content, love what the producer is giving this, give this value back. So it works. And again, it's for the podcaster. It's usually not about the money. When a thousand satoshis come in, you know, yeah. what is that? Two and a half cents, or yeah. something, right? So <laughs> not a lot. You know, I but... don't think about the. I don't. I don't think about the money. I think about the engagement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's key. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and like you said, it helps keep podcasters doing what they do because they're getting engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the last things that I, I really liked about this, about podcast mirror, and this is even before you updated it, but as a podcaster, it makes it really easy to switch hosts if you want, uh, because you don't need to go out and update. You don't need to put a 301 redirect in. You just go ahead and go into podcast mirror and update the feed that you are checking at, you know for podcast mirror that updates everywhere else and so that that was you know crucial for me i you know i moved hosts not that long ago and it was it was great because i was able to literally just go and put my you know new feed in and it it worked great 
it's amazing. We have at least one a week where someone has moved from A to B and because they're not technical and they didn't read our, you know, our document on how to, you know, successfully migrate to another platform, either to us or away from us. Um, and this is one of the reasons why when someone leaves us and cancels their account, we keep all their data. It's, mm -hmm. it's inactive in the background for 30 days. It's still there. They can come back, turn the switch on and we can say, okay, you didn't get moved completely. Let's help you with all this, which doesn't happen very often when someone leaves us, but we see it more often than not when someone's on, uh, maybe they're on something, something.com and they, they say, okay, I'm going to rebrand, change the.com and they don't do a redirect and they cause themselves an extinction event. So podcast mirror, like you said, for anyone that's considering moving, it's actually a great opportunity to say, okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and put my master feed over here. We'll get everything redirected, wait two, three weeks so that Apple and all the other services update. Um, and then if I wanna move, you can move wherever you want. Yep. And there's no headache. There's, there's, all you gotta do then is once you've got established on the new site, and got your episodes all up, you give it that new URL, bam, you're, it's done. It's switched yep. um, in an instant. And if people have imported their shows right and carried the goods over, which is another super technical term, the, the listener doesn't even know. No. It's completely transparent. It all looks the same. And they don't all of a sudden have to re-download 50 episodes. It's just, oh, and you yep. don't even have to tell them. You nope. Move. You just switched and you continue publishing and they continue listening. So That's right. Well, I, I want to thank you for coming on today. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, tell us a little bit about Blueberry and where they can find Blueberry. Yeah, Blueberry's uh, easy to find. Blueberry.com without the E's. The E's were $2 million, so we didn't <laughs> buy them when we started the company. And there's a whole story why the company's called Blueberry in itself. and uh, But anyway, it's Blueberry.com. I'm Todd at Blueberry.com. All the team members over there have an email account that start with the first name, so you can always find a team member easily that way. But again, if you're thinking about starting a podcast for a full service podcast host, uh, about 70% of our customers use the WordPress PowerPress combination, 30% published directly on our dashboard on our platform. And we give you a path to graduate. So if you really don't want to have a website initially and you just want to be on our dashboard, that's fine. But if you decide, hey, at some point I want my own website, we give all of our customers a free WordPress website and the ability to map a domain to it on the $20 and above plans. Uh, so you know, all the information about the, the hosting platform is over at blueberry.com. We, you know, this is what we really, our, our company mantra is, is we provide the tools and services for you to succeed in, and get out of your way mm -hmm. and let you build your brand. That's really what it's all about. Yep. Uh, yeah. And I, and I've, like I said, I've enjoyed working with PowerPress for, for the while, you know, ever since I started my podcast, I've been doing podcasting since 2007 on and off and even back then I was using PowerPress. So, uh, yeah. So thanks again for, for doing that. And thanks for being on the show today. Yeah. And thank you for your, uh, nudging us to get this done with your <laughs> plug-in and carrying us for a while. We, yep. you know, we definitely appreciate it. Yep. You're welcome. Hey guys, that was a great interview with Todd Cochran talking all about the podcast mirror service that they have with Blueberry. If this is really technical, but it's something you would love to do, I would love to help you. You can get a hold of me by contacting me at podcastanswers.com slash contact. And I would love to help you start and grow your podcast. Uh, any questions, I would love to answer them. So again, 
podcastanswers.com slash contact, and that will get you into my inbox where you can go ahead and ask a question to me. If you have found any value in this podcast, I would suggest you go to podcastanswers.com slash buy me a coffee. That way you can give some value back to me. Thanks. Have a great week.